Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my very special guest drove up all the way up from the 305. Showtime. His clients call him Jay the Trader. I know him as Jason Sweeting. Yes. Jason. Welcome to the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting episode because you are not a loan officer. No, I am not. You don't know a whole lot about the mortgage industry. I really know very little. And we're not going to talk about the mortgage industry. Why not? Well, one of the reasons why is because I want to pick your brain about your journey. Okay. In life as a professional, what you do today, Mm -hmm. why you have A, clients, Okay. And then B, why they call you Jay the Trader, okay. but more importantly, your journey for getting there. Okay. So for most of our listeners who tune in on a consistent basis, they understand that this show has an underlying theme. That underlying theme for anyone who is new to the show. Tell us. It's everything you should have learned in high school, but didn't. I like it. Because it wasn't taught. Does anybody like that? Clap. If you're in your car or wherever you listen to this, if you're like running in the gym and this is it, like just clap. I know people might think you're crazy, but... Let's give it up for that. Stuff there that we, we should have known stuff, in high school. Stuff you should have been taught, not even you known. Been, you should have been taught. You should have been taught this stuff in high school, but 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 you weren't. Before we do get started, okay. I do want to give a shout out to Brandon Goldberg. Brandon in the house. Brandon works for uh, Fairway Independent Mortgage, I believe out in California. Oh, wow. And if you look at this centerpiece right here, for those that are tuned in on YouTube, I guess if you're listening on audio only, you can't see it. But the centerpiece is The Power of Habit. It is a book written by Charles... I can't pronounce that last name. Duig. It's going to be my next read. Brandon says it's one of his best books ever. Love it. Jay, I think you probably know something about the power of habit. Yeah. yeah. But um, this is something that we do. You don't know this about us, but something that we do is we change the centerpiece from time to time, sometimes okay. show to show. Okay. And something that started a few weeks back was some of our audience was like, hey, if I send you an item, will you feature it? I'm like, hell yeah, we'll feature it. Of course. Yep. So we we have featured bottles of whiskey. We featured a bottle of uh, tequila. Now we're featuring this book. I love it. I have a cooler that I'm going to be featuring on a future episode. I like, like this. Yeah. If it'll fit on the table, let's feature. We'll it. be more than happy to feature it. And now, I love this. This is the thing. The orange table. Like those this are our is colors: orange and black. Ask JC. I don't know why. This is a thing. I love it. I actually thought JC did did orange and black because that's the colors of the high school that my kids go to. Okay. And he's like, no, not at all. No. Like it just, for whatever reason, that color scheme popped out on him. Right. But nonetheless, let's do this. Okay. Let's start with who is Jason? Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? Mm -hmm. And what did you study? Uh, My name is Jason Sweeting. I'm from- Sweeting with a G. With a G. Not like Jody Sweeten. No, not the Full House. House. No. Okay. Jason Sweeting with a G. Yep. And uh, I'm from Miami, Florida. Born and raised, man. Born and raised in the county of day. I went to school at the University of Florida, uh, but that was not to say that Palmetto Elementary wasn't a great place, and so was Frank C. So shout out to uh, the Sun Bears. Uh, So I went there, and then I came right back home, and- uh, Worked out with my family, hung out with those folks and helped them out because, you know, at that time my mother was sick. So I didn't feel like I should take my degree and move to another city. I wanted to bring the wealth of knowledge that I had gained from school back to my community. And uh, I stayed and worked in the community and helped my family. All right. So let's do this briefly. Briefly. In like 30 seconds or less. Let's go. What do you do today for a living? I predict what's going to happen on a chart and I profit from what I predict. Okay, and what particular chart? Uh, well, I'm a futures trader, so okay. I love the 30-year treasury bonds. Awesome. We're going to come back to the market. Okay. But you are in the market. 
You are a trader. Yes, I So am. you trade. Yes, I do. You also teach others how to trade. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. And I love the fact that you teach others how to trade. And the reason why you are on this show today is because when you and I first connected about a month or a month and a half ago, my first red flag was, all right, this cat's going to try to come on here and sell some kind of get rich quick scheme. <laughs> and then as you and I got to know each other, I'm like, no, that's not what he does. No, I'm a clinician. Technician. So, so you're a clinician, a technician. You you teach others how to have a career. Yes. A career trading. Yes. yes, of course. For themselves or for others. Yes, of course. But let me ask you a question. Okay. Growing up and going to Palmetto Elementary, <laughs> I'm sure what your parents taught you how to trade? No. No. Okay. My father was a police officer. Okay. My mother worked for 411. So back in the day before Google searching, everybody, you had to dial 411 on the phone and someone would come on the other line and say, what listing please? And then you would say, can I have the Pizza Hut on Main Street? And then they would say, the number is, and that's how you kind of got the number for things. And my my mom was the lady on 411. In fact, when I was a little kid, uh, I wanted my mom, so and I didn't know how to reach her. So I dialed 411 and I said, where's my mom? And they actually patched me to her. No line. way. Swear how to cool God. is that? I swear to God, that happened. I got so much trouble for that. Though. I bet you did. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, so then you go to University of Florida. Yes. Which is in some random city in the middle of nowhere, Florida. Oh, is that what that is? Yep, some random city. We is that what that is? No, we don't talk a whole lot about the University of Florida. It is honestly a fantastic higher education fantastic. institution. Okay. It is top 100 public there. university. Come on. Yeah, the football on. team's a little suspect. Oh, I'm well, just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying I, I was just in Tampa a month ago. And I got to witness how suspect that particular football program is. Well, like markets, things rise and fall. <laughs> and if you catch us at a low time, that's the yeah. best time to buy in because we're rising. So I like that. Um, and I'm, so I'm sure when you're in Gainesville, you went right in. You're like, yep, I'm going to study finance. I want to learn how to become a trader. Absolutely not. What no, are you talking about? What? So Wait I, a minute. Wait. So, what, so <laughs> you went there to study what then? Uh, well, I had a math talent. Pretty okay. good at math. Pretty good at science. So I went there for chemical engineering. And how'd that work out? Uh, well, it was fun, except it sucked. So <laughs> I changed my major. I left uh, at the College of Engineering and went to the College of Journalism and Communications and finished up with a degree in advertising. So advertising was your first profession out of college? Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. I did advertising for a little while, had some clients, put them on a retainer, hung out for a few months. You know, it was cool. I did some political stuff. I did some faith-based stuff. I did some stuff for some sports teams. It was really, really fun. And then I kind of fell into my first love. Okay, which I was? I told everybody, I'm, I love playing piano and singing. I know as soon as you say that, everybody's like, oh, he's one of those. But yeah, I'm an artist. I love yeah. playing music, man. I love playing music and singing. It's one thing that I've always loved. So uh, I kind of gave away client by client, like gave away my business to other folks. And I grabbed my keyboard and said, I'm going to take over music. And I did a pretty good job. And how long did you do music for? Oh, man, I professionally played music from the time I was 20 until about the time I was 34. 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you dedicated a large yeah. portion yeah. of your adult life. Yes. To playing music. Yes. That's all you did. That's what I did. Travel the country, travel the world. Travel the world. Travel, travel the, the world. Man, if you had a check, I was playing. No Come way. On. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Put me an A flat. Would you stand up and walk out on me? I'll go right keep into going. it. Keep Man, going. Man, come on. I sit down right now. I won't get up. Like, I would sit down at 9 p.m. at my residency. I had a residency at uh, 
And a residency, for those that don't know, because I just learned this, okay, that's okay. basically a standing gig. Yeah, I have you a standing have a gig. standing gig standing that gig. you knew every two weeks, I'm going to go to this particular restaurant. They're going to pay me this much money. I'm going right. to sing for this long. Right. I was sitting down at 9 p.m. I wouldn't get up until 4 a.m. You didn't take breaks? I didn't have to. It was record after record after record. And I realized that if you wanted to understand, like I think advertising and messaging came in handy because if you wanted to, you had your base pay from the house. Like this restaurant or hotel was gonna pay you for coming to play, you might make 175 bucks. Like let's just say- For how many hours? You play 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., you make 175, 150. Plus tips? Plus tips. Okay. Now that's where I felt real juicy. You know, I felt like I had the sauce because I can make a base pay of 175 and walk out with $800 in tips because I knew how to manage people and rooms and how to observe. Is that realistic, 800 in tips, or is that like a great night because it's like New Year's Eve? No. Okay. Like a great night like New Year's Eve is like $1,500 in tips. Okay. A slow night is like 400 bucks, and on average, I'm going to make seven, seven twenty-five. Now, would you work the tips, like, you know, ask for requests, hey, 20 bucks can get you your can, can, can get the next song type no, thing or it just wasn't that it's just like if you kind of knew <coughs> like one thing that i was good at is i can kind of see so you might be playing a song and these people they don't even know that i'm realizing that she's pregnant and she had to kind of stumble in a little bit and she sat down he kind of looks frustrated i don't really know okay cool who else do we have in the room okay so i'm reading the room and then from there, I can kind of program. Okay, he looks about 30. So if he's about 30, then he was born at this time, which means his dad watched the car to this song. So I can kind of see where people are. Uh, it's a couple and they look so excited to be out. They probably haven't been out in a long time together. So they're black and or they're Hispanic or they're white and they're from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can read the room and by the time it's over, you can endear people to you. So you never have to say, hey, give me your money for a song. You just say, hey, I, I see you. Hence the term working the room. You Yeah, I see you. And if people are seen, if they feel like their presence matters, they'll respond with however you want them to. Clap your hands just a little bit louder. Come on, somebody say, yeah, make some noise. Hey, everybody, lift your hands, hip hop hooray ho. You know what I'm saying? If I can make you feel yeah. seen, I never have to sell you. So when you're traveling the world, were you traveling the world doing gigs like this? Were you playing on cruise ships? Were you doing backup vocals for for a whatever they had to check for i'm a musician okay that there's no 401k there's no job security hey people yeah for everybody who wants to be a musician and for all of you who have relatives that are musicians and singers like love those people because they're really out on a professional limb there is no safety net if the gig gets canceled the money you thought you were going to make you're not going to make and then your lights are off like that's a musician's life. So you go when it's time to go. If you get a call, you go because who says they'll call you again? Yeah. Did you know the whole time that you were a professional full-time musician? Mm -hmm. Did you know like, hey, this is my hustle. This is my rub. This is what I'm going to do. Or were you always chasing something bigger, something greater, just waiting for your opportunity? We're always chasing something bigger, always right. chasing something greater, always okay. wanting to push the envelope, always wanting to do something better, always wanting to be on a bigger stage, a better stage. If you sold a beat for 5,000, can you sell another one for 8,000? You know, like whatever the, it was, but what I kind of saw with the writing on the wall that, you know, talent wasn't commiserate to pay. 
for example, I would work for a producer and the producer would need me to come in and format the record and tell the singer the harmonies and kind of help with lyrics. And then he would get 40 grand and I would get three. And yeah. I was like, this is not, this can't be life. Yeah. I can't, I can't do this. So I had to figure out something that would put me a little closer to the origin of finance. I had to get closer to where the money faucet was so that I can put my hands on it and turn it on, off, or faster or slower whenever I wanted to. Was, was your music pop? Was it, was it whatever R&B? They were, was if, it gospel? Whatever they had a check for. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. Yeah. You know, because a multidisciplined you know, I, I sing Butterfly Kisses just as well as I sing Snoop. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, you want to write a country record? Okay, it's going to make you cry. You know, like, holding through the night. I'll write it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, you want a Bobby Valentino record? Okay, cool. Well, Bobby had to go get his Thai food. Jay, you need a hook before he gets back. Okay, yeah. let's make it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did that. Whatever somebody had to check for it, that's what you had to do. That's so, the so, life so I you, live. Yeah, you immersed yourself in into that particular ecosystem. Yes, and it you 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 followed the money. That's it. You follow. Hey, you need someone to produce. I can produce. Yeah. You need someone to make beats. I can make beats. Yes. You, you need you need uh, harmonies. You need back. Yep. I will do that. You too. need a lead. Yes. Yeah. We'll do that too. Okay. So whatever you, you got to check. Whatever you have a check for. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know, I I don't know because that's the mm-hmm. one thing that I I sometimes. Think like, what would I give up to be able to sing? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe the little toe on my left foot. I don't know if that one's needed. I know that I can't give up my thumbs. Nothing is worth giving up my thumbs. I may be willing to give up my left eyeball to keep both my thumbs. Okay, okay. But I can't give up my thumbs. My little pinky toe. I don't know if that's really necessary. Nah, you don't really. At need least it. on my left foot. An earlobe would go. You yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like take that. a whole ear maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe. Nah, I don't know. I'm bald headed, so bald headed with missing the ear. People yeah, it's are kind of weird. You know? But no, I wish I could sing. So I don't know enough about music. But in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you know, if I'm gonna play music, then I want to be out front. Right. I want to be the one that, mm-hmm. you know, can can play. But you're like, yeah, but if you're trying to make money, it's a different it's, place. It's, it's whatever you can do. And I guess if you're doing something that you're a good at and b you love, it's it's a fun job. Right. It's I'm a sure fun it's, job until doing it no longer brings you joy. Yeah. Right? Because it becomes work. It becomes a work. It becomes it, a chore. It's it, a job. It's yeah. work. So people say, oh, my God, you're able to follow your passion and dream. And I'm like, no, actually, what I'm doing is spending a Friday night at 1 a.m. here with you instead of like watching a movie with my kids. Yeah. Because that's the greater joy. So I had to chase. I realized it wasn't just money that I wanted. I wanted freedom. I wanted a greater joy. I wanted the option to choose. I wanted to be able to say no to that booking agent if I didn't want the show. And yes to that booking agent if I did. I need to be able to rely on me. Like I can't let my future be dependent on whether this person and that person will get along. Yeah, it's... um, That's not fair. What's interesting, I read last year the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a I like it. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good enough book. Good book. Right? I would recommend it because it's easy to read, mm-hmm. but it's a good enough book. But the one thing I liked about it that resonated really well with someone like me is the insane thought of walking into a room and making your goal everyone liking you. Mm. And they're like, well, that makes no sense because A, the people in the room change, especially at a party as people come and go. Right. So the rules are constantly changing. The of participants course. are changing. Of course. And to get someone to like you when... It's not your say whether or not they like you. So you as a musician made me think of that. Mm-hmm. Like you're really good at what you do. Yes. People have told you how awesome it is to, Cry. to hear you Held sing. my hand. Yes. Kiss but, my hand. But that was that person. Yes. 
the next three people, you might not be their flavor. Man. Or if you're like me, you might not be my flavor today. Right? Thanks. Like like I was jamming out the baby face on the way in. Yes. But it may be raging against the machine tomorrow morning. Exactly. Because I may not be into Babyface tomorrow morning. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's so, the real deal of my So, life. yeah. So, you as a musician are like, wait a minute. Something has to change. Right. Because I can't rely on me. Right. Well, I, I can rely on me. I can't rely on them. Right. I can't rely on them mm-hmm. and this inconsistency, let alone the hours. Mm. Right. Let alone the hours. Because mastery takes hours. Like, you don't get your fourth finger to move as fast as mine does by thinking it. Like you have to get a hand in book and you have to work out. All right. So then how about this? Mm-hmm. Where did Jay the Trader come from? When did it go from Jay the Musician? <laughs> which, d- did you have a stage name? Uh, it was just Jay Sweet. Okay. My name is Sweeting. So yeah. in college, everybody started calling me Jay Sweet. Okay. So everybody just started calling me Jay Sweet forever. In college, people started calling me the motherfucking D.O. <laughs> it just got shortened down to D.O. I did not expect that. Yeah. I did not yeah. expect that. That, that, that. That's remember you and I were talking off camera yeah. about like maybe there's a story or a rumor that you could have potentially lost your scholarship because maybe the University of Florida has really good parties. Yes. Yes, maybe it's a certain fraternity you were in would, yeah. would, would like to yeah, throw down. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yes. amazing out there. Um yeah. So yeah. you guys had that so, same sort of thing at UCF. So I never had a scholarship probably like you. I probably didn't have your same brain power. Stop it. Um, but but I definitely learned knew how to turn it up. Okay. I like and that. when I turned it up, the guy who came out, <laughs> it was no longer Dustin. All right. So Jay Sweet. Yeah. Turns into Jay the Trader. Yes. How? Necessity. Okay. So walk us through that. It's a really cool story. Okay. So you're in Atlanta, Georgia. The year was. Uh, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I think it's like 2013, 2012 or so. Okay. So roughly a decade ago. Roughly. Ish. Okay. So um, I'm going to hang out with a friend um, because it's time to play some golf. I love golf. Anybody doesn't know. Um, So we're going to go play and I go to pick him up at his apartment and um, he has this like headset on and he's looking at this screen with at the time what I call, what are those squiggly lines? I said, what are those squiggly lines on the screen? And he said, It looked oh. nothing like Call of Duty. He had a headset on, it was a headset, on the and, screen, it was just, and it wasn't Call of Duty. It was just like some squiggly lines. Okay. And I'm like, yo, like, what are those squiggly lines? Um, and he says, oh, I'm trading. All right, trading. Okay, cool. I heard of this. This is how people lose money and trick others. Great. Okay, don't want to do that. You know? So we, uh, we're about to leave, and we get in the car. He says, I'm like, you know, the squiggly lines are still going. Like, you're just going to leave the game open or whatever this is. Like, you're just going to leave it where it is. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Either I'm going to make 5000 a day or 2000 but let's go play. And I said, ding, 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 ding. Hey, hey, how did you make 5000 or 2000 Because it's 10 o'clock right now. And for me to make $2,000 or $5,000, I would have to sing forever. Yeah. And I would have to sing impeccably forever. Like, legit, that's a Friday, Saturday night starting at 9, ending at 2. No, that's Friday, Saturday night this week and Friday, Saturday night next week and a little bit of Friday. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, and in a musician's life, that's amazing to be able to make six or $7,000 in a month consistently as a musician. That's, like, yeah. amazing. People don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, this dude is doing this and it's before 10 a.m. and it's one day. He's going to do it again tomorrow. He did it yesterday. I'm like, so tell me a little bit more about this trading thing. He was like, not the type of guy that'll kind of help you a lot. Okay. Not because he wasn't a friend, but he just believed, hey, if you want to learn how to swim, jump in the water, move your arms. Yeah. You'll get there. Yep. You know? So he said, hey, here's a book. And it was Beating the Dow with the Bonds. Okay. So I read the book 
And from there, that was it. Like, I'm a self-starter. I'm a musician. One thing we always have believed in, if you want to be good on stage, you must have practiced behind stage. Like, you can't, this instrument isn't going to play itself. So I went to work. Like, I opened up charts. I failed. I made a whole lot of mistakes. I blew a lot of money. Uh, I didn't even know that you can trade SIM until like maybe four months into my trading career. So I blew through thousands just trying to figure out how to do of it. Of your own money? Of my own money. Were blew... you married at the time? Uh, yes. Did you tell your wife about it? Yes. Before or after the fact? After. <laughs> Who tells before? <laughs> this guy's honest. No, like I just, you know, after man, and, and you, you just kind of keep going. One thing I know, and one of the, my favorite quotes in the world is first step to success is failure. That's the first step. If you're trying to do anything, you want to be a chef, you want to be a barber, you want to be a loan officer, you want to be anything, you got to fail first. So I did a whole lot of that. Like I was on the first step for months and months and months, almost years. And then uh, I took a little hiatus. Uh, my wife and I started a company. We did the Shark Tank thing. We got deal. We did some company stuff. Like and you did the Shark Tank thing? Like you were on Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah. Were you really? Yeah. No way. Straight up. Who'd you pitch? Uh, all of them. It was Mark and all the rest of those guys. Okay, like Mark Damon, uh, yeah, Mr. Wonderful. All of them. Lori, okay. I think was in. Lori was there. Yeah, Lori's the, the QVC that yeah, shirt thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What was your product or your? Uh, we had a doll company called. Um, at that time, it was called Naturally Perfect Dolls. Okay. It was like uh, 16 inch dolls. Yep. With hair that you can style and wash like real hair. No way. Yeah, first time ever done in the industry. No one's ever had washable, stylable hair. That... Were you using horse hair? Uh, well, we were using a proprietary mix of hair and blends in order okay. to create the product. Yeah. But it was that sort of thing. And um, Did you get a taker? Yeah, yeah. We did a deal with Damon. Okay. Yeah, we did that. That was cool. And um, Did after, you sell the company? No. Do you still have the company? Uh, Damon left us hanging. Um, we needed about 200 grand to okay. place a large order. Yeah. Me and my wife put up half. He was supposed to put up half, and he just never did. Interesting. Broke my wife's heart. Okay. My wife's crying. Yeah. We're not in our apartment anymore. Now we've moved in with her parents. Okay. I got to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. So you're done playing music. At this point, I'm still playing. Okay. Because somebody's, I got to make money. Yeah. She left her job to run the company. I'm helping out with the company because I'm great with messages. I'm great with quotes. I'm great with how to, you know, advertise, how to create that, that moment. And, uh, so I'm still. And I'm, I'm sure at the time you're trying to get like into retailers like Toys R Us, oh, Walmart, man. Target. Everywhere and trying to learn the game because okay. here we are with the product, but you don't know the game of retail. You don't yeah. know the game of wholesale. You just know the game of creating something that's missing in the space. Yeah, but yeah, you're talking packaging. Ooh, you're talking distribution. You got to talk about shipping. You got to talk about freighting. You got to talk about duties and dues. You got to talk about how things move. You got to talk about who's going to be your partner for the logistics. You got to talk about everything. Then you got to talk about protecting it all because you, you know, the IP is important. Mm -hmm. So it was a whole new game of ideas. And we, you know, me and my wife, quick learners, we got to it, but we just got left at the altar. Okay. So, so to put in a timeline for, for the viewers and That's listeners. About 15 to 16. Okay. So you, you learned to trade. Yes. On your own after a golf buddy mm -hmm. had you wait on him. So he could place his trades for the morning mm -hmm. so he could make eh, two or five grand that day. That day. And you're at the point saying that's going to take me two weekends and maybe a Monday night right. to make two to five grand. Right. You're going to set your trades today, lock that in, and then you're going to go golf with me. Right. And not worry about anything until tomorrow. Not worry about anything. So you you started doing that. You read the book. The book's name was? Beating, beating the Dow with the Bonds. Beating the Dow with the Bonds. Right. 
And you didn't at the time know there's something called sim trading. Now the audience doesn't know what sim trading is. Simulated paper money. You yes. can trade real market data without risking actual capital. Which this is something I want you to dive deeper into. And maybe mm -hmm. you will when we start talking about what you do now okay. to help people become the next Jay the mm. Trader, right? Cause that, that's mm. what you do. Yeah. Like one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have you on, on the show, besides I think you're a cool ass person, I appreciate right? It. And I'm like, hey, it's gonna make great content cause oh, he's entertaining cool. oh, and maybe that. I can convince him to sing for us a little bit. Well, there we go. Um, but, but it's also, you do have a service yes. that you can actually help somebody yes. better their life yes. and give them a career, a yes. second career, a first career. If they want. Yeah, if they want, if they if, want. Uh, look, you have to have a knack for it. You have to have a passion for it. It's like anything in life. But not even that. It's like if you want to do it, like if you can make a thousand dollars by ten a.m., what could you do by two? Yeah. Like let's just every everybody just take a moment and think about that. The average American um, teacher makes about thirty-one thousand dollars nationally. Uh, I think the national average of income is somewhere around forty-two right now. Um, what's the average uh, home cost in America right now for a single family home? 250. So 250 on a home. So let's just do the math. There are 252 trading days a year. If I can teach you how to make $200 a day, you can make $50,000 a year. And you're typically doing it before 10 a.m. Typically. Yeah. I can teach you how to do it. So now the thing is, is trading the thing or is it the thing that gets us to the thing? Because before our jobs that gave us 50 or $60,000 would require us to work. Not only do we have to commute an hour there and an hour back and give up two hours of our day, but we have to be there for eight. So that's 10 hours out of our day. If you go 10 hours times five, that's 50 times four is 200. What's 200 times 12? You get 2,000 and another two. So you got 2,400. Somebody do the math. 2,400 hours divided by 24. How many days? 2,400 by 100 days. Okay, cool. So you're going to give up basically three months of your life at that job three months a year you're there what if i could give you your time back it's not about if i can make you profitable it's about if i can give you your time what if i can give you that salary but by by 10 what then could you do maybe you can be a better mother better father a better husband maybe you can be a better aunt or uncle or niece or nephew maybe you can help out your church group or religious organization or your mosque or temple maybe if you had the time you wouldn't stress maybe you have less ulcers or less doubt maybe you have time to work out or read a book so for me it isn't about can i make you profitable because that's a foregone conclusion you listen to me for a little while you're gonna get profitable we're gonna find where to buy we're gonna find where to sell simple the question is, what can you do now with the freedom that you've been afforded because of your ability to profit in a shorter time? That's the magic of living for me right in there. I love my students making money. Man, student, I took a pilot one time. Uh, he didn't know anything about a chart. He was a private pilot. He, he flew for billionaires. They would okay. hire him. I taught him six months. He wouldn't fly for anybody. Last I heard, he was making $250,000 a day. You see what I'm saying? He's a single dad. His wife passed on him and now he's raising his son and he can be with his son. He doesn't have to fly away from his son. So he can go to the games. He can take the kid to the park. I have students like they can be a class parent. How cool is that? Because money comes and goes. Yep. Comes and goes and is not rewarding. A, a very wise person once told me and I've, I've ripped him off for, for 10 years. His name is, is Rich. Rich right. Carpentieri, so I'm going to give him credit. I'm sure Rich didn't probably bake this up. He probably right. swiped and adapted it. Mm -hmm. But he was a presenter at an event that we were sponsoring. Nice. 
And he stood up and he shared with the class. He said, in my life, I have made lots of money. Yes. And in my life, I have lost lots of money. And guess what? I'll go and make it back. Yes. He said, but in my life, I have only lost lots of time. Mm. I have never been able to figure out how I can go back and, and make it. more time. I have figured out how do I can make more money, right? but not more time. See, the thing is now, Maxine Waters made it really, really powerful. And hey, I don't know if you all can feel it, but we're changing gears right now. So if you have pencil and paper, it's time for you to get to work because we're going to start teaching. There's a change of gears that has to happen in the life of the person. Maxine Waters, you remember when she stood on the floor and she said, I'm reclaiming my time? When she said that, it hit a nerve in America. It became the lyrics for songs. It became a headline. It became a bumper sticker because people want to reclaim the possession, the asset of theirs that they've been yielding to others for so so low a value. I think that's why you see the great resignation now. I think that's why you see people moving to nomadic lifestyles now. You see uh, the generation behind me, these guys don't even wanna really buy houses. They wanna like just Airbnb it throughout the world because people want their time back. And that's really the value. If you can make money and lose money, or if money can be a dollar today and only 99 cent tomorrow, then what the heck good is a dollar? I know what, 24 hours a day? It's gonna be 24 hours tomorrow. Yeah. And if I can have a good time today and a good time tomorrow, they have the same value to me. Now, how can I give people that? That's what I wanna give them. Eh, you're gonna learn how to trade, yeah. right? But the thing is, trading is not always the thing. It's the thing that gets you to the thing. So one of my students wanted to start a t-shirt business. All right, you have a t-shirt business and a job right now. I get it, you just had a baby. You and your husband have a t-shirt business. She's out of Fort Lauderdale, right? I say, how about this? How about this? You work the business and you trade with me. I'm gonna turn you into an ATM. Like my thing is, I believe people deserve financial freedom. That's my belief. I don't think that they should be bound by money. Money should be a tool that we use, but not a master that we serve. So I think that people deserve financial freedom and I want to give it to them. I give it to them by teaching them how to trade the futures market. That's how I give it to them. I turn people into ATMs. Now, if you knew that you were going to eat, have a roof over your head, and you were going to have a pretty good life and you can go after your dreams, would you do it? Of course. So that's really the thing, because I don't need a, a world full of traders. I need the book that's inside of you because I got to read it so I can teach it to my kids. Or I need maybe the song that JC might write. You know what I'm saying? I need the podcast that you're going to deliver. That's what I need. And you'll never be able to get to it if all you have to do is commute to work, work forever and get out of there. You won't have the time. You'll be too tired. You see what I'm saying? So what I really love is giving people freedom. Yeah. Nobody, I don't know every if everybody wants to be a billionaire, but I know everybody wants to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Like I've always thought, give me back my ability to think. Yes. My ability to think. How, to many, times, how many times do we have a great idea? Mm -hmm. And maybe we write that idea down, mm -hmm. but that idea takes caressing. It takes nurturing. It needs right. to be watered and fertilized, but I can't do that if 10 so, or 12 hours. So Dio, are, Dio, what if it wasn't just, give me time to think because everybody had, you know, but give me time well, to execute. Correct. That's thought. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. 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 I want, I want time 
to take the thought I had yes. and to nurture it and, and to execute right. on behalf of it. And as you mentioned on this episode already, I'm going to fail at first anyhow. Let's do it. So this great idea that I have, I need a lot of time because I need to factor in the fact that I'm first right. going to fail. Right. I'm going to fail before I figure it out. Right. And it may take me 49 attempts, mm -hmm. but I need time right. to fail and retry, fail again, retry until I get to where I'm trying to go. Perfect. And VCs get it all the time. Investment firms get it all the time. They use a term called runway. Yes. That's the term. And runway is how long are you going to fail before you succeed? Mm -hmm. And But we don't give ourselves, we don't give our loved ones, we don't give other people runway. Oh, your kid is eight months. This kid is 12 months. The eight-month kid is already doing what the 12-month kid can't do yet. Like the eight-month kid is talking and walking. 12-month is mumbling and crawling. Oh, what's wrong? Go take your kid to the doctor something. No, give the kid some runway. Hey, you just learned how to, you just got into the mortgage industry. You think you're going to be as good as Dio? No, 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 no. Give yourself runway. And that's what we have to start doing. Giving our ideas, giving our inclinations, giving our passions, and definitely in this day and age, giving our newly found skills the runway that it needs for them to mature and give us the yield that they deserve and that we've always been after. That's fantastic. So you, you trade the market. Yes, I do. You loathe that term, the market. <laughs> it's okay. It's just so, so like, generic. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? You trade the market. Like walk me through, what do you trade? Do you trade everything? Uh, so trading the market is kind of like, like, a, you know, we said before, like I'm an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Like what? You can be anything and an athlete. Yeah. Like so, what sport do you play? Right. Right. And then what position in that sport? And then what string are you first or second? How many years have you been at it? And uh, for everybody. Or I'm a musician. Right. I'm, I'm in musician. an orchestra. Right. What are you doing? What does that mean? Who cares? First chair of violin. Right. Cello. What are you doing? Are you a conductor? Yeah. Maybe you play the triangle. We all need it, you know, ting. You know, but the thing is- That's where they put kids like me on the triangle. <laughs> you know, just hit it yeah. one time. We'll yeah. point at you when it's time. Uh, for me, uh, the markets is a very generic term. So I'm a futures trader. When you go to the market, you have all kinds of ways you can participate. You can participate with equities or Forex or crypto or anything. And what I do is futures. And most specifically, I trade the interest rate futures. Like you, uh, so that's our bonds and notes. And um, so you, specifically you trade the 30-year bond. I love the 30-year. To me, okay. the 30-year is amazing. It's but, the best, I call it the schoolmaster. If you learn the bonds, it's the best schoolmaster for you to enter into other markets because the bond teaches you how buyers and sellers communicate in a market. Okay. And, but I think it was the biggest takeaway for someone who's tuned in and you've piqued their interest. Hey, what's is, up people? Exactly. How you doing? You interested? Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but understand this. Hang out. You're not going to trade the market. Mm -mm. Like you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to be the orchestra. No, right. you're going to be first chair violin or you're right. going to be third chair cello, right? Play your spot. So, so when you try to do something like this, please understand you're not going to be the Bitcoin expert plus no. the foreign exchange expert, no. plus the person who knows no. how to buy Tesla stock and sell no. Tesla stock. No, that's not what you're going to be doing. No, but the thing about it is like, if you understand where things come from, like what makes, like most people don't even, let me give you a, a real big thing. Most people don't even know why. Um, financial instruments increase or decrease in value. They don't know why the actual market moves, right? Let's break this down. Hey, everybody, this is a mortgage podcast, right? We're talking about loan officers. This is what we're talking about, financial instruments. So I break it down to my students this way. And most people don't even understand. 
Look, you have more houses than buyers. If I have 20,000 houses and three buyers, who's controlling the market? The sellers or the buyers? The buyers. Right. They get to name their price because you have more selling inventory than buying inventory. We wish that was the case in today's market. Right. So imagine now, flip it. You have more buyers. You have 20,000 people trying to buy three homes. That is today's market. Yes. Who's in control? The sellers are. The sellers. They can name their price, either meet it or beat it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, if you're in a market, why do you think that the price goes up? Because there are more buyers than sellers. This is how markets work. The reason why the Tesla stock rises is because there are more people to buy it up, to bid it up than to sell it or ask it down. Same for anything. So you might not be, say for example, uh, you might not be as proficient as, as Yo-Yo Ma when it comes to cello, or you might not be as amazing as Alex Bunyan as, as when it comes to piano, but if you understand the fundamentals of how music works, you can have a, a, a good educated discussion with most any musician. Mm -hmm. And if you understand how markets work, you can look at most any chart and understand where buyers are, where sentiment is, where the idea is, what's going on with this particular company or instrument or crypto or whatever. And that's what I like to teach. I don't like to teach market specific okay. ideas. I like to teach um, how markets work, how buyers and sellers communicate with one another. So if you come to the schoolmaster, the ZB, I can break it down for you. Then you might take that and trade the hog futures. You might trade crude oil. You might trade um, uh, the indexes. You might trade uh, your options. You might trade anything. You said the index like the S&P 500. I'm going to trade the S&P index. You might trade I'm going to trade WTI. I'm going to trade orange juice. The footsie. You okay. can trade. If you know how buyers and sellers work, then you know how to, how markets work. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, let's keep on learning, okay? You're, you're in a trade right now. You don't believe me. You're like, yo, I'm not in the market. Yes, you are. You're giving us your attention. And we're giving you our information. There's an exchange of value. The moment you don't think that our value is worth your attention, you exit the trade. That's known as leaving the podcast. You okay. press the back arrow. You're always, if you're a person, you're always figuring out how to exchange value. I like him. I like her. Well, I like him, but not enough to say yes. Well, the value was there, but the value proposition was too much for you to commit. So, nope, you're out because they didn't propose enough value for you to commit at that level. So I come in, I'm a student of yours. Yes. You're going to teach me how to how to gauge yes. that perception. Yes. That's it. Yes. yes. Using charts. Yes. This is what your buddy was doing 10 years ago in, in Atlanta. Yes. When you're trying to go golfing. Yes. And he was trying to make some money. Yes. You spent the past 10 years perfecting it on for me for you. Yeah. And now you want to teach others, right? So I'm a student. I'm going to come in. Mm -hmm. Said, Jay, I don't know, know what I'm doing. I have no money, Jay. Right. I can't trade. Right. Plus if I lost 10 grand, my wife would divorce me. Hey, we have to say quick prayers. I don't know where that police is going, but shout out to all the people that keep us safe. Yeah. Much love to that. Very Much good. You can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it picks up. We're on a major intersection. So. You got to love it. Dio's yes. got the, I don't, I don't know if you all will ever get a chance to come to his office, but like he's got the views, bro. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here. Anytime that I hear sirens. Yeah. Like I loved what you just said, because for me, it's a reminder to show gratitude because someone's having a worse day than me. Hey, somebody just got in a wreck. 
Right. Someone got in a wreck. Someone felt the need to call the police because they feel unsafe. Yeah. Right. Someone needs to be taken to a hospital via ambulance. And here we are enjoying conversation yes. and sharing value with folks. Thank God. Yes. I'm grateful that we have people to listen and that we can add value and that while we're doing that, somebody's somebody's OK with going into trouble instead of running away from it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's cool with that. But so it, it was cool that you stopped what we were doing for anyone who could pick it up in the audio. Like, yeah, yeah that's what was transpiring. Yeah. But it is, uh, it's interesting how both our brains work in a very similar fashion. Straight up. So what I was trying to ask is I'm a student. I'm going to come in and I'm like, hey, Jay, I don't, I literally, dude, I, I, I'm happy if I have three grand in my savings account right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's um, cool. So. I, That's cool. Yeah. I hear about my friends. They have a Robinhood app. They've made all this money on AMC or they're, mm -hmm. they're buying Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Um. What are you going to tell me? I'm going to tell you better, like, you know, pump the brakes. Before okay. you play a game, you need to know the rules. Okay. That's the first thing. Yeah. Like, don't make the mistake I made and blow all your money because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and the reason why I asked that, and it's a little bit of a, of a setup, but like one of, when you and I first came to know each other, like and I said this earlier, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to come in here and try to uh, do a get rich quick Buy thing. Buy my and course, $5,000. Yeah. Do it today. Hey, JC, yeah. put a little link right there. Come yeah. on, bye, bye, but, bye. Because like one of my core tenets right. is that, look, we need to be fiscally responsible people, right? right. We, we need to have no consumer credit cards and we need to have six months reserve. And mm. if our if our employer offers a 401k and, and they offer a match and you're not participating, What's I'm wrong? like, you're leaving free money on the table. Right. And 401ks are great because they are for savings. It's pay yourself first before you pay other people. And exactly. I do buy into a lot of those core principles that I think people need to be able to to mm -hmm. um, uh, work their life around. Mm -hmm. And I was worried at first. I'm like, yeah, this guy's going to come in and, and teach kids how to like go buy AMC stock, which look, I love what happened with AMC because honestly, cool. it's a little bit of the 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 people rising up mm. and the um, and the Reddit people and, mm. and it, it's introducing people like my son to investing in general. Exactly. I may think it's, it's, an, it's, an, it's a, maybe the wrong way because he doesn't know what he's doing, but He's showing interest. Right. He's getting out there and failing. Right. And that's the first step to ever succeeding. Perfect. So because of that, I get excited because of what it's introducing him to. Right. But, you know, I'm looking at some of these people who are 23, 25, 26, and the little bit of a stimulus money they got, they're trying to do something that they're uneducated in. Right. And then I talk to you, you're like, no, no, no. Pump we the pump the brakes. We educate first. Let's learn the game. And you have a way to teach me. Yes. Without me using my money or your money, yes. using funny money. Yeah, you use sim money. Learn simulated trading. Right, right. Simulated trading. Yeah, that's it. That's you, it. You can teach me yes. how to trade before you ever risk a dollar. Before I ever risk a dollar. Yes. Before you, you can learn how to, you know, trade, invest, participate in the markets before you ever risk a dollar. Wonderful companies would open up a paper trading or sim trading account for you so that you can learn what you're doing before you go out there and blow all of your mom's money. Blow so then all of your savings. Walk me through that. So I, I call you and I'm like, hey, I have a little bit of money saved, mm -hmm. not enough to invest in my own money. Mm -hmm. I love what you have to say. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like all of my friends over there who are, for the most part, gambling. Right. I want to learn a skill. Yes. I want to learn a transferable skill that can stay with me no matter for a are. lifetime yeah. that I can make a career out of. Whether I want to trade for two hours a day or eight hours a day. Yes. Whether I want to trade my money or other people's money. Yes. And I say, Jay, the trader, can you help me? And you say, of course. And then I say, how? Okay. First step, give me 21 days. 
21 days. Give me 21 days of your life. Do everything I say. And if you give me nothing, Saturdays and Sundays included. No, nah, just five days a week. But okay. I'm going to ask you to study on the weekends. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Come because the first thing I need you to do, there's a scripture that I love called train is uh, the scripture says train up a child in the way they should go. And when they get older, they won't depart from it. Uh, if you look at the etymology of the word train, what's really happening there is they're saying, give them a taste. So what I need you to do is come taste it. Taste the fact that this is not a lie. It's not a farce. It's not a scam. People are really sitting down at a computer making thousands of dollars before everybody else in their family goes to lunch or has a lunch break. This is happening. That's what you're going to see in the first three, four days. You'll realize that this is a thing. How many hours a day do you need me for 21 days? I need you to do three things for me. I need you to come to the trade room every day. So every day, Monday through Friday, I run a trade room. It's a Zoom room. I share my screen. I think you, you saw yep. it before. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I need you to come to trade room 21 <laughs> days. I need you to look at the videos that I'm giving you and don't look at them like a movie. Look at them like a movie that you keep on watching because every time you watch it, you'll hear it better. Look at it like a new language. Look at it, and then you have to watch it and watch it again. I need you to watch the videos. So you need practicum, you need curriculum, and then practicum. I need you to practice on your own, okay? I need you to download replay data. So the platform that I'm an educator for, a platform that I partner with is a platform called NinjaTrader. Okay. You can go to ninjatrader.com right now, and you can download a trading platform for free. And they'll even give you free data. So you have a SIM account with free data in the market. This can happen today. NinjaTrader.com, right? <laughs> so if you do that, you can download what we call replay data. So it's kind of like DVR in your show that you missed. Okay. Right? So you can go download last Tuesday and practice it as though it's real time. You can speed it up by three times or 10 you, times. You once told you me practice. that that you traded 9-11 like 10 different times. Yeah. Like September 11th, 2001. Download the data and practice it. You download the data and download you traded that day. Yeah, because the market still has the data. If you look at any chart, they can take you back in time. So they know how the candles rent. They know how the tape came in. They know where the bid and the ask was. And what these wonderful platforms do now is digitally digitize that information and then you can download a day and figure out man what happens for Pearl Harbor what happened last time the world had an outbreak how did things react so there's a investor that everybody knows Ray Dalio mm -hmm. Ray Dalio is one of my investor heroes you know what I'm saying he and Paul Tudor Jones I really dig those guys Marty Schwartz really dig those guys and he really believes in historical data how do people react when things occur if inflation is here and jobs are here and CPI is here, then what happens to the dollar? What happens to home purchasing? So you can go back and trade those days, man. Go look left. That's the biggest principle from my method. You you talked earlier about Fibonacci and I studied Fibs and Hakanashi and Ichimoku and I studied price action and order flow and reading tape and uh, price action patterns, pennants and double tops and double bottoms and butterflies and W's and M's and all these bullish crazy, engulfing oh, patterns. All these and, crazy ways yes. that people do it. Yep. But the biggest tenet of my method, which is the mastery method, is look left. How will we know what will happen if we don't know what has happened? How will we find buyers if we can't look left and find them? How will we find sellers if we can't look left and find them? Well, and, and so much of, of trading yes. is emotion. Well, yeah. Wall Street works on emotion. It you really does. You still have humans. Yes. There's a human element. Yes. Um, I got a guy I met recently and super smart guy. He taught at this school called Harvard. Okay. So I his his MBA is from Harvard and he also taught 
as a professor at Harvard. Oh, this is cool. Yep. And uh, you know what he did the past two years? What a, what's he that? day traded for a living. See there? You know what he did? Lost his rear end. Yes. Because you to know be why? smart at one thing is not to be smart at everything. Well, he said because the technicals didn't work in my favor. <laughs> he said technically the market was supposed to do X, <laughs> but instead the market did Y. Well, you have to have a great, you have to great, it's a skill, right? You don't become a master plumber after you go on your first job and change somebody's hoses in their like toilet. You're no. not a master plumber. And the, the thing is like, you have to see the market over time to really become a master at it. And that's still something I aspire to. I don't even consider myself a master trader, right? Like I can't see every move all the time but I can see a great number of them most of the time. And I think that if you just rely on one thing, you're gonna come short. What you have to do is kind of take all of the information that the market is telling you in order to make your positions valuable. You have to be able to interpret the room. That's what a market is. Your supermarket is a big room. Your housing market, that's all markets. And there are buyers and sellers in those markets trying to figure out where value is so that we can create an exchange because that's all a market is. A market is a place where we can exchange value. And something that I love that you shared with me Talk is me. with the simulated training. Yes. Right. You talked about your personal journey. Yes. You're like, you out traded people who had 10 years yes. experience on you yeah. because you're like, wait a minute, they only had 10 years, but I still put in more hours. Yes. Simulated trading allows you yes. to use fake money, mm -hmm. real data. Yes. And to get at bats, it's it's my ability it's as a, as a baseball player yeah. to go out and hit a thousand balls off the tee, and then after a thousand balls off the tee, I can dump five hundred balls in the pitching machine and take five hundred more cuts. Yes, right where maybe the other person who has ten years on me only went out and hit twenty pitches that day. You're gonna outwork them. Yes. Well, I, I need. I mean, Malcolm Gladwell talks about ten thousand hours. Right. I need ten thousand hours. What I love about what you offer is people access to simulated trading mm -hmm. so that they can take what you're teaching them. That's the, what do you call that? That's the academic? Yeah, the curriculum. The curriculum. Yes. But then they need the practicum. Yes, of course. So then you can teach me, right. but you're probably gonna tell me, but Dio, if you don't do it, you're kind of wasting your time right. listening to me teach. Right. Because you're gonna have to go do. There are three phases of education in my, in my opinion. There's curriculum, practicum, and then apprenticeship. Long ago, before we had jobs in universities, if you wanted to be a blacksmith, after you finished your lesson in the morning and your mom was okay, you went to the smiths and you learned how to do it. You got with a guy who was really, really good and that's how you learned. Um, that's why trading, I think if you try and do it in a silo, it's very, very difficult because there's certain um, nuance to how to enter a position, how to exit a position, how to average, how to average up, how to average down. When the buyer sentiment changes to seller, you have to kind of understand the nuance. And while I explain it to it quite well, you know, in the curriculum, and while you can experience it alone with practicum, you coming alongside me in Zoom for apprenticeship so you can see why I'm thinking what I'm thinking. I woke up this morning, I told my students that the bonds would fall I checked with them in an hour and the bonds had fallen. Well, that takes time to get it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, there really is a lot of value in taking the time to apprentice and use risk-free moments before you put a hundred or a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars in a position. 
you know, because once you do it and you're doing it for real, it, it, it's a whole different world. So you need me for three weeks. I need you for 21 days to do all three phases of what I'm telling you. If you do it, you trust me. And then what? After that, you'll be really, really good. You hang out for 90, you'll be amazing. Okay. That's then, how simple the method is for me. And then could I use this skill set anywhere in the to world to go get a job? Yeah. If you wanted to, you can go get a prop seat somewhere. Okay. Like they have these things called proprietary trading firms. They call them prop firms. Okay. So you can go to a prop firm, get a prop seat somewhere, and you can like, I don't know, maybe two hundred fifty, five hundred thousand dollars, and you can manage that money for somebody else. And so, so someone's bringing me their money. Yeah, you can trade other people's money, and like I can a, trade their money. Right. At which point, my commission or my compensation is going to be based on how well I do. Depend, yeah, and depending on the contract that you have with that company. Some okay. prop firms are eighty twenty split. Some prop firms are ninety ten splits. So you have a thousand dollar day on an eighty twenty split. You made eight hundred bucks. The house makes two hundred, and because they fronted you, you know, they have a right to some of what you made. You know, they fronted you the cash. So it's only fair. Okay. Yeah. So I teach a lot of my students, like they get funded, man, and they, you know, trade other people's who, money. Who shouldn't be doing this? Great. Cause right now people are listening, right? That's and, tough. And, and and you, you have the naysayers, that's tough. you have the naysayers who are like a $2,000 a day. That's Look, tough. that's a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Right. Or you that's, say it, but that's just the, my the wife outliers. ain't been to work in a while. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I live it, go to my page. You know, you know how much a round of golf is a pebble? You know how much it costs to stay on the 18th green? Okay, go to my Instagram page. You know what I'm saying? Like, go to the chart. Like, go watch me do it. You'll see. Being profitable is quite an easy thing. It's quite easy once you got the skill. So, no snake oil. But what I will say is that a lot of people are putting a bad mask on the acquisition of a skill. They tell you that it'll happen so fast. What I'm telling you is that it'll happen fast with a whole lot of work. Okay. Now come to me in 21 days and loaf and only really put in the work on one. Day 22, you're going to suck. You're going to be horrible at trading because you didn't do what you were supposed to. You can't lose weight and eat bad. You can't lose weight and not go to the gym. And you can't be a great trader and don't do what I'm telling you. Yeah. You can't. And then there's another thing. Like, in my opinion, if and if you technically get it, you fundamentally have it. You understand the way people work. You understand cycles. You know, even still, you have to meet the trader that's inside of you. I'll never be able to be you as a trader, and you'll never be able to be me. You have your own fears, your own greed, your own coefficient of uh, d lack of discipline. You you know, you have your own spot of mastery. And a lot of participation in, in, in the charts is like golf. You know, a guy is playing golf or a lady's playing golf. Hey, what, a round is what, like four hours, maybe four and a half hours? Five but, if you're me because I got to chase balls, but right? it's okay. But you're only swinging the club for what, an aggregate of 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. So most of golf is not what you do while you're over the ball, it's what you're doing between shots. And most of trading is not what you're doing while you're in a trade, it's when you're not. The patience to wait. The patience to wait on a position to enter. The patience to wait on a position to exit. When was the last time you told yourself to be patient and you did it? Now you're about to work on the skill that you need to be successful. It is mastery that we're after because I have to be able to tell myself, stop, take a loss. This trade isn't going to work the way you thought it would. So take the small loss. I have to tell myself, hey, this trade is going in my favor, but it's really supposed to go another 20%. Don't take profit now. I know you see $4,000 on the table. Hey, Jay, and $4,000, that's a handsome ransom, no matter where you're from. 
You know what? But guess what? It's got to run another 20%. So don't take the trade off now. Being able to command yourself. Now you have something that people think is difficult. That's why I say the 21 days, you'll learn what I have to teach you and you'll know that it's real. The rest of the time, you're going to have to climb that second mountain. Go go to my YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash jaythetrader and search jaythetrader mountain. Okay. Okay. Everybody go do that. There, I was on the beach and it hit me uh, that my students had two mountains to climb. I was teaching them to climb the first mountain. I could never teach them to climb the second. And what is the second mountain? The first mountain is how to trade. The second mountain is how you trade. You might be more fearful than me. You might have less discipline than me. How do you do it? Do you want to be in today and, and out tomorrow? Do you want to be in today and out next month? Do you want to be in today, see $200 and just take the position off because all you came for was 200 bucks? How do you do it? Because I'm going to teach you how to trade, but only you can teach you how you trade. That's deep. It's truthful. Yes. It's deep and Traders it's truthful. are as individual as the thumbprint on their hand. Bro, I can never trade like Marty Schwartz because I'm not Marty. I can never trade like Paul. I'll never do it because he trades like him. He's from where he's from. He listened to what he, he grew up, how he grew up. And that's what we have to realize. Your participation in the market might be for a particular reason. You might just say, hey, Jay, if I can make $100,000 a year, I'm fine. So, Jay, I need about 400 bucks a day. I'm going to tell you for 400 bucks a day, you want to catch about 13 ticks on the bonds. So that might be two contracts, seven ticks. So you catch 14. It might be three contracts, four ticks. So you catch 12 and you close enough is good enough. You might be on the indexes. So if you wanted 400 bucks, you got to take two contracts, four points. It don't matter. How do you do it? What do you want? Because some people want to be Yo-Yo Ma. And some people just want a scholarship good enough to get them to school because all they want to do is come home and teach the kids in their neighborhood how to play cello. But Yo-Yo is a musician and so is that teacher. It's about what you want to do. Now, what I found that no matter who you're from, white, black, old, young, yellow, green, purple dot, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, whatever you look like, man, if you got acne bumps, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're real old, if you have hair, or if you like D.O., then you really don't have any more. Like, whatever the vibe is for you, you got to figure out what it is you want. Are you in this market to be a master, or are you here to just make enough money so that you can get to the dream that you truly have? But your system. My system. Your this is educational in, series. This is all in there. It's it's an educational series oh, man, that I can have access to. Yeah. 21 days. How many hours would you guess in those 21 days? Like if, if I'm going to, I'm going to ask you for come to the trade room and then trade two other sessions by yourself. Mm -hmm. So your curriculum, watching the videos, you might spend an hour. There are over 13 hours in the education. Okay. So let's say you do an hour a day. Yep. Right. Then you're going to come to the trade room. That's going to be about two hours. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you to trade another two sessions each day. So that might be another two hours in the day. So like, for example, I have a student. So, so you're looking at close to hundred hours. Yeah. Which, I mean, I love that. Cool. It could have been 200. It could have been 50. What I like is that there's yeah. a, there's a number yeah. that someone getting into is like, Hey, if you're going to send your money over to Jay, the trader, if you're going to sign up for this, mm -hmm. you also are signing up. To work. For 21 days, you're going to work. And by work, it's 100 hours. Yes. 100 hours. Now, you may need 200 because you may be slow. Right. You may only need 75 hours because maybe you're gifted. Yes. But you need to mentally know what you're getting yourself into. You have to. And then you have to figure out your why. 
And maybe maybe you won't know your why or your why will change and that's okay. That's okay. But the main point of today's episode is to just give people the opportunity to be invited to the table. Yes. This is your invitation to the table. You are in the room where it could happen. And if this is something that intrigues you, it's just something that interests you and you say yes, please know you're saying yes to a hundred hours over a 21 day period of time of work, of work, of work. That's before the apprenticeship. Yeah. No, that's in, that's in there. The apprenticeship that's, is the morning. The okay. Room. Your first session with me. Like I have students, like um, one kid was in high, in, in high school during the pandemic. So he was supposed to be on Zoom for his teacher mm-hmm. and he would be listening to the trade room on another device. Uh, I've had surgeons who would be listening in the trade room while they're doing surgery. Oh, don't tell people that. I promise. <laughs> but you know, surgeons, they listen to music. They listen to all yeah. sort of, you know, it kind of okay. calms them down. Um, so you have people, you have to participate. You have to listen to the language of how this thing happens. You have to kind of watch and see how the formulation of a trade idea for the day even occurs, you know, and then you'll get better at your own practicum when you're alone, you know, and then you'll get better. And then obviously, you know, you won't need me. I've taught thousands and thousands of students, right? In my trade room, there are probably about 95 people because the way that I designed it is that you only need me until you don't. And after you don't need me, trust me, you got it. It's a skill. If a plumber's a plumber in Florida, he's a he's a plumber in Georgia. Mm-hmm. If you can do brain surgery in the Philippines, you can do brain surgery in Beijing. And if you can trade, I don't care where in the world you might be, you can trade. Pull up a chart. You're ready to go. And that's what I love about the skill. You acquire it, but once you got it, nobody can take it from you. You're nope. walking. And ATM. the barrier of entry is pretty darn low. I don't, oh, I don't think you're requiring a master's degree. No, 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 a no. Four no, year no. degree. No, 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 no. no. 18 plus no, need apply. No, no. 18 plus. No, no, no. Straight up. My youngest student is 13. Okay. Kid named Noah. All right. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah. His dad, Chuck, bought the program. Chuck never finished it. Noah picked it up. Now Noah passed the combine. He has a prop seat. He makes about 600 bucks a day. That was three. That was two years ago. I met this kid. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's crazy. Hey, we're running long on time. Are we? This Come has on, been amazing. Man. This has been amazing. Come on. Um, you guys, wh- hey, wh- like tap the like button or like clap or like send them a message and tell them, oh, no, don't stop the podcast. <laughs> like do that right now. Don't <laughs> stop the podcast. Like go to his last Instagram post and be like, yo, it shouldn't have stopped. Like do that. Hey, if they really want more, right? we can do more. We can do more. Maybe this time I'll drive down to you. That would be fun. But I'll have to work in some kind of offshore fishing trip. My, Just FYI. My office isn't as nice. Huh? But my it's office all right. is kind of dope. Yeah, but we, we our, our equipment travels. It really does. Our it, equipment you don't travels. Even have to bring no. it. I got I got like interfaces, I got micro, you know. I got you know. But we'll get you on the it. keys, we'll get JC on his saxophone. Oh, man, come on. Now we talking. We should do that and live. And get me on the triangle. You got to you got to do this live now. <laughs> now we're talking about like let's take over Starbucks, just tell 80 people to meet us there, don't tell the managers or anything. We just take it over for an hour. Hey, that'll work. Yeah. They won't mind. We'll order lots of drinks. Hey, he's Jay. Yes, I am. But Jay, how do people get a hold of you? How do they check? I know you shouted out your YouTube channel, but like yeah. if, if I'm at a point in my life where yeah. I'm like, you know what? I have the time. I'm going to make the time. Right. I want to learn how to trade. I want this skill set yes, that no one will ever be able to take away from me. Yes, sir. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to grind it out. I understand that I'm going to suck in the beginning. I'm going to fail at first. Yes. But that's why they have simulated training, trading mm-hmm. so that I can actually suck on money that's not real. Right. I can get good on money that's not real. Right. But I can be a part of your community today. I can learn from you today. 
How do I get more information on doing that? Okay, you can visit www.tradelikej.com. So that's trade like the letter J.com. And it's on your screen if you're on YouTube. And it's on your screen if you're on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you can visit me on social. Um, I'm J at J underscore the underscore trader. So the letter J underscore T-H-E underscore trader, as in J the trader. And then uh, you reach out to me. Email me, man. Uh, you can email tradelikej.com at gmail.com. TradeLikeJ at gmail.com. You can call me. I have a phone number. I'll have somebody tell me what it is. Oh, 305-209-5375. Call me. I'm real. Hit me up anytime. 305-209-5375. Call me anytime. Uh, I might be having dinner with my kids, but I'll pick up and we talk for a second while I'm chewing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's cool. Hit me up at any time. What I what I want most anything, Dio, if, if I could say it, it's like, we're at a crazy time in the world, folks. Like, let's take a solemn moment to put it all together. The world is sick. This new thing, COVID, is like, it's crazy, right? You have people leaving their jobs. You have the introduction of this new funny money called cryptocurrency. And people have these little crazy digital art pieces called NFTs. And the world is changing, even how we quantify what GDP is, is having to be recalculated. Let me just tell you, man, the world is changing. And you know what you got to do? Which am I here? Or am I there? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to be here on the red one. Hey, the world is changing. People like DO, they're offering you new forms of education in the form of digestible podcasts, information that you can grasp at a moment. This is the new university. No more will people take out $200,000 loans to send their kids to college for four years so that they can get a job that'll pay them $37,000. The trade isn't worth the value. I'm not going to put up 200 so I can get 37K back. That's stupid. This is the new university. This is where you subscribe. This is where you follow. You follow people who care about giving their day up. And the guy makes a pretty good living at what he's doing. He's giving up his time in order to have people like me. And I make a handsome ransom, an hour of mine cost. This is what you got to do. You got to commit to the process. You have to commit. I don't care if you're going to be a baker, a chef, if you want to be a fireman or whatever, you got to commit. Put your foot in the dirt and make it hurt. Go that way if that's the way you want to go. Now, when you're done going that way, you need to find a proven strategy. Hey, don't follow the gimmicky people with the fake planes on Instagram. Follow the people whose lives show the fruit that your life, the tree of your life, you want to have that fruit. Follow the people who have that stuff and then get a mentor. If you want to be in loans, why in the world haven't you called this office 50 times? Why haven't you come to Orlando to have a visit? Why haven't you done that? You know what I'm saying? If you want to trade, I don't know a better trader teacher than me. I don't know one. And I'm not saying this, like, I'm saying this humbly. After serving 25,000 people and having worked closely with over 4,000 students that have taken all kinds of programs from everywhere, I don't know a better teacher. If this is what you want to do, pull up a chair. And I'm not telling you you're going to get rich quick. You're going to get rich slow. But as I found, that's probably the better way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Come acquire a skill. Commit yourself. Commit yourself, follow a strategy that works, get a mentor that cares about you. Not somebody that just wants to sell you something. Somebody who cares whether or not you're working, cares whether or not you're doing what you're supposed to do. 
And folks, as the world changes, it won't matter. You will be insulated from the change. You thought I wasn't coming back. I'm coming right back. The shifting tectonic plates of today's financial markets have all of the pundits going crazy. They don't know which way is up. They don't know which way is down. They're just telling you to bet on tech and hope for the best. You turn to Bloomberg, that's what you're going to see. Skepticism and bet on tech. But if I can turn you into an ATM, it doesn't matter. Because a good guy uh, said that cash flow is really any business's calling card. As long as the money's coming in, we can solve most any other problem. If that money stops, I don't care what your marketing does. You see? And just for your life, you have to start thinking about your life, your family, like a business. And what are you doing to ensure that the Joneses or the Smiths or the Owens or the Sweetings, what are you doing right now today to ensure that three generations from now, they'll be ready for the changing world, the changing financial market, the changing structure that's coming? Because I'm telling you, your mom and your grandmom and your dad and your grandpa's way of making money, retiring, 401ks, retirement, pensions, oh, it's about to be a thing of the past. You're going to have to figure out how this thing goes. And I just want to help you. I just want to help you. You know what happened in my life, man? I went and I ate the greatest steaks. And I had the best fish. I played the best golf. I stayed at the best places. And it was really cool. You know what excites me more than anything now in my life, bro? When that person who didn't know how they were going to eat in a year because COVID pink slipped them. They lost their job. They picked up the skill and they had the aha moment of making a trade and making $125. That's fantastic. Oh, that's so exciting. That is amazing. That's so exciting to me. That's what my life is about now. And I'm telling you, if you with that, you with me. If you helping people, you with me. You with us. You're doing it the way that we're doing it. We're going to sacrifice a little of the time that we have because we do have time freedom and spatial freedom and we do have finances and we do have resources, right? But we're going to sacrifice some of it to serve. I live by two words, grow and serve. If we're going to grow, what's the use of growing if all you're going to do is grow? What's the use of getting strong if all you're going to do is be strong? No, use the muscles. Come lift something. Come help somebody move. Come help somebody. Come defend something. Be strong for use, right? What good is a cup that's full? What, you just going to make it more full? No, let it overflow. There are cups that are empty right next to you. Why, if this podcast is good for you, you haven't shared it on social? Why haven't you screenshotted DO's Instagram and put it up on your TikTok or on your Facebook? Why haven't you done it? Why? You going to keep the good stuff to yourself? Oh, you want to grow and not serve. No, 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 no. You got to grow and serve. That's what we're doing this time because that's the only thing that's really of value that you can take into the next economy. All that other stuff, your old degree and your master's degree that gets you $40,000 a year from the, the cool firm, that stuff ain't going to work in 2025, 2032, 2050. It's not going to work. What's going to work is your ability to grow in a skill and serve the people around you to build up the equity in the lives of the people that you have touched. That's what matters. And if that matters to you, it's showtime. Come Can on. I get an amen? Showtime. Damn, baby. I'm so glad I put on my Sunday best for that, Jay. Showtime. I really am. That was amazing. That's Thank a you. fantastic way to conclude this episode. I am Dustin O, and you have tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. You can check us out at tloponline.com, T-L-O-P online.com. 
He's Jay the Trader. You can check him out on all of his handles. And we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Maybe not Jay, but definitely me. Yes. And if you guys love him, we can bring him back. I just need to hear from you so that I can make that happen. Jay, thank you so much for your time. Everyone else, we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.